Hey, lady friend, it's Kelsey Lee Miller here. Welcome to episode number two of the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast. This episode is all about the big three items that are a part of making health science simple that I have chosen to cover. We're going to get to the meat of the mission, and I'll be sharing a bit more about how I came to the conclusion that these three things are essential to living a life where you can flourish yourself and also flourish with those you love. This episode is all about explaining the big three of the podcast mission, fuel, movement, and stress management. And we will rotate through and talk about one topic from each of these categories every week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Welcome to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast, where we as everyday women choose to make health simple. We fuel ourselves mindfully and move intentionally. When we aren't lifting weights, spending time with people we love, or enjoying nature in our downtime, you can probably find us chilling in our yoga pants, wearing blue light blocker glasses before bed, so we can get amazing sleep and wake up feeling ready to conquer the day. <laughs> I'm Kelsey Miller, kinesiology prof and founder of Smart Bells Fitness. I'm your new fitness BFF who's obsessed with helping you simplify your health. Eating, lifting, and managing stress doesn't have to be complicated. And here you'll learn how to implement bite-sized habits that will change your life. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get pumped up for today's show. So why fuel movement and stress management? Why those three things? You guys know that my company's slogan is fuel, move, flourish. And these three things became really clear to me as I was trekking my way through graduate school. Actually, I had been out of college for approximately five years. And this was when I had interned at several different places. I had reached the conclusion that I, I actually think I want to have my own business now that I've seen what five or six high-end places do really well. And so I decided to go back to graduate school so that I would have a little bit more credibility to open up my own company, but also because I was interested in getting to teach this stuff at a higher level, at the collegiate level. So maybe some of you have a similar story where you've had a time in your life that you can remember where you were working, you were schooling, you were wifing, <laughs> whatever other ing you can think of that you were doing that was challenging combined with all the other ones. I, I was working full time in a lab. I was training people on the side, trying to build up my business. And I was feeling, to be completely honest, really strung out and exhausted. And I would go to school in the evenings and I honestly felt like I was doing all the things that I had to do and I didn't really have the time that I thought I needed to do things that I wanted to do. And I, looking back on it, right, everything is clearest in hindsight, as they say, but I wasn't taking the time initially that I needed to serve myself in the way that I needed it most. And I'll explain what that means. For me personally, exercise, moving, um, fuel or food and stress management are not just things that sound nice, but they're actually things that I need to implement in order to be the best version of myself that I want to show up every day as. So let me hit the fuel. 
it seems to me that these three things all are tied up together. When I would get stressed out because of the lack of time that I had to put towards things that I enjoy, my diet would seem to go downhill. So I was not making the time to meal prep, which at the time I was in graduate school, my husband had finished his graduate school and it was a lot easier to meal prep on a budget of two people's incomes versus one. And I'll share that story in another episode where I really learned actually how to meal prep and do it well. But when, when I wasn't having the additional time to meal prep, my diet would automatically decrease in the quality of food that I was eating. And as a result of that, I wouldn't sleep as well. I wouldn't be able to think or function as well when I was at work or school. And I also wasn't exercising as much as I wanted to and felt stressed out because of all of those things, because those things are important to me. And I know that when I do those things, it does make a difference in the way that I'm able to perform mentally at work, but also in the way that I'm able to show up in relationships that matter to me and in the way that I'm able to show up in my workouts. And all of those things are valuable to me. And so when I was in graduate school, I felt like this spiral downward would happen where it would start with me feeling stressed because I didn't have the time that I wanted to put into the gym. And then that would lead to maybe having too many bowls of ice cream in the evenings, watching a show, staying up too late because I was stressed and then I wouldn't sleep well. And then I would wake up tired and not have time to fit my workout in and not eat as well because I didn't work out. And it was just this vicious cycle where all of all three of these things were really interconnected and I felt like I was doing everything for everyone else and not taking the time to serve myself in the way that I needed it most and for me exercise is more than just training for a goal while it's fun to train for a goal I knew I needed to get my physical stress out of my body and that that helps me calm down and unwind. And maybe you can relate, maybe that's what it is for you. I do journal, meditate, pray, and read my Bible regularly, which I'll discuss more in a future episode. But as I was thinking about what three things would have helped me the most in that busy, busy season of life, if I could go back and give myself some advice, what would I, what would I tell myself? And so these three things, food, movement, and stress management skills are the big three that I would emphasize. And we have also seen through research that these three items are linked together. These three categories consistently come up with the biggest contributing factors to improving health. And over time, through that difficult season when I was in graduate school, I started to change my mindset around the three areas, and I'm really excited to share what I've learned with you. So let's go ahead and start with the first one. So what you eat. So why does what you fuel yourself with and what you eat, why is that a part of my mission and why is that important? So... The stuff that you eat is influencing not only your energy levels, but it's also influencing your body's immune system, how your hormones are able to regulate, and your ability to perform during exercise. If you're able to find a way 
to eat a healthy diet 80 to 90% of the time, your body's ability to reduce inflammation within the cell and increase your ability to handle stress goes up significantly. This is drastically increased when you cook your own food at home. <laughs> and I know, I know some of you are sitting there thinking, oh gosh, I really hope she wasn't going to say that. I don't like to cook. I don't know how to cook. We'll talk about ways to make that simple, girlfriend. That's why you're here. So if you can cook your own food at home, instead of eating out and consuming meals that have higher amounts of stuff that you don't know what's in them. So typically when you eat out, they've got hydrogenated oils, there's more processed foods, um, they're using things that aren't as fresh, especially if you're going through a drive-through to save time and you're stressed out. What you eat literally turns into your cells. So it does matter what you eat. And people like to say that phrase, I'm sure you've heard it before. You can't out train a bad diet. And that is very, very true. I've experienced this myself when I'm choosing to eat more whole foods that are higher in nutrient density. I do crave less sugary stuff and I've got a sweet tooth. So I'm being completely honest about that. <laughs> no hiding over here. I still have cookies and ice cream from time to time. That's my favorite dessert. And I think that's also an important component of not restricting things that you eat, but choosing better 80 to 90% of the time. So let's go ahead and transition to movement. So now that we've covered what you eat, let's discuss how you actually move. It's true that you can't out train a bad diet, but you also can't out diet no training. Your body, the way that your muscles, joints, ligaments, and tendons are designed and connected together is designed to move. Your muscles are designed in a way that they need to contract. They are made to lift, get stronger, get worked essentially. So how exercise influences your stress levels, how you feel about your body, the foods you choose to eat, and many other physiological factors such as your resting heart rate, your bone density, your muscular strength, your muscular endurance, cardiovascular endurance, your self-image, your ability to remain independent throughout your life. I could go on and on and on, but all of these things that I've just mentioned are things that are directly connected to you moving intentionally regularly and ladies this is why it's so important for you to understand that you can't just do cardio and expect to get all these benefits cardio does not strengthen your muscles okay yes it strengthens your heart muscle but it does not actually cause hypertrophy which is a fancy word for muscle growth in your other muscles in your body and you are not going to be strong to bend over, pick things up, lift heavy stuff on your own, be able to pick up your kids, do what you wanna do, and stay independent for a really long time and increase your longevity so that you're around for a long time. If you do not lift weights, you have to get comfortable lifting weights. So if you haven't listened to my first episode, I talk all about getting comfortable being uncomfortable in the weight room. And I'm here to help you with that. 
but it is so, so important to move your body. So that's the second pillar. And it's, it's never, it should never be a question of which is more important diet or exercise. That is the wrong question. Let's instead ask, how can we combine what we eat and how we move in a way that supports thriving and flourishing in life and flourish. The definition of flourish is to grow or develop in a healthier, vigorous way to develop in an impressively successful fashion. And I don't know about you, but that sounds really good to me being impressively successful and growing and developing in a vigorous and healthy way. So that's part of the reason why I picked that word as part of my slogan, fuel, move, flourish. So now that we've kind of mentioned eating and moving, let's go ahead and finish up the conversation by addressing stress and why it's a major player. So stress itself in life is not, we, we all know this. It's not something that we can eliminate. It's never going away. There are, because that simply put, there are always situations that happen to us that we have no control over that cause stress. Like, For example, right now, COVID is a stressful situation for a lot of us. A lot of us have had work displacements. We've had kids home more than we're used to. There's been financial stress put on our families. People have lost jobs. People have had to change jobs. It's it's a stressful time. So understanding that we can't eliminate that, but learning how to effectively manage it will change your life. And positive stressors, for example, like exercise, can help improve your mental state to better handle stressors at work and at home. So exercise actually has profound effects on your brain, and we've seen this through through the research, but it actually changes the connections within your brain to make you more efficient in your thinking. So that's that's one simple way that they're connected. Another way that stress matters is because positive stressors like exercise can help improve our mental state to better handle stressors and work and home and all the stressors that come from that. In addition, the environment that we create inside the systems within our body, which is primarily created by the food that you consume, as well as the environment which we live in at home and or work in have major implications in the way that we're able to handle unexpected circumstances that life throws our way. So if you are able to start practicing some small, simple habits that can start to impact how you handle stress in a high reactionary moment where you're emotional about a decision, you're angry, you're upset, and you want to lash out, if you can learn how to manage that better, and we'll talk about a lot of ways to do this, that that not only changes the environment that you're living in physically, but it changes the environment inside. And there's really two, right? The terrain our, you can think of your body as terrain and terrain that you actually live in and work in and move in. All three of these things are so interconnected. So I truly believe that we as active Christian women are called to live non-mediocre lives. I think you live the life that you believe you're worthy of living. So it's time to stop believing that you're second best and that you don't have the time or the resources or the energy to get better in these three areas, right? That's life. We're always seeking to learn and improve in new ways. And 
if we can get a handle on some small things that we can start to practice in these three areas, it's going to change your life. You can always learn how to make time for what's important for you. Just like I did when I was in grad school, I figured out, you know what? I don't have to have time to do an hour long workout. I can do a workout for 20 minutes and it still counts. It doesn't have to be a certain amount of time. It doesn't have to be the perfect number of days, which for me, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So that was a big deal for me embracing that idea that I can do something for a shorter amount of time and it's good. I can make meals that are healthy, but if I need to eat out, I can still make a healthy choice when I'm doing that. And that's still good. And I can still indulge in the midst of all of that. So let me encourage you by saying that you can always make time for what's important to you. And in the next episode, we'll kind of break down how to actually do that. And the top tip that I would give to anybody who is trying to start implementing new habits. And I don't think it's going to be what you expect. So make sure to tune in next week to catch that episode. And I hope this was helpful. Fuel, movement, and stress management are essential for you to flourish in life. And that is what this podcast is all about. Hey friend, if you learned something new in today's show, go ahead and take a screenshot of it, post it up in your Insta stories and tag me so I can see it. Don't forget to head to iTunes to leave a review and subscribe to the show if you found value in today's podcast. You can look your best, feel energetic, and have more time to spend doing things you love. Let's encourage each other as we pursue simplicity in how we fuel and move so that we can flourish. To connect with me, come find me on Instagram at the Kelsey Lee or on my website, KelseyLeeMiller.com. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.